0: And welcome back to another edition of WWE Mentality. This is the captain for today, JR. Sitting across from me is Justin. He's letting me steer the ship today. Going to be back in one second when you hear a word from our
1: sponsor. Hi friends, it's Mark Helman, the Chevy Man, back from one of my favorite times of the year. It's Truck Month. We stocked up just in time with over 100 Silverados, Tahoes, and Suburbans. You can save over $10,000 off MSRP on your favorite truck or take advantage of 0% for 72 months. Most Buicks will qualify for up to 20% off MSRP. That means you can get into a brand new Encore for under twenty grand with a 4-year bumper to bumper warranty. Come check out our selection of custom trucks. We have the best in the beach when it comes to lifted trucks. With our great deals, you can almost get the conversions at no charge. That's huge! We're out to help more folks this month than ever before. We still have over 80 world-class pre-owned vehicles ready to go. All the best makes, models, and price ranges. No one has our selection. Our bumper-to-bumper warranties and maintenance is always included. See it all at obxchevy.com at the foot of the Wright Memorial Bridge. All of us at OBX Chevy Buick appreciate your business and your friendship. Chevy, find new roads.
0: Okay, and welcome back. So that was the Chevy Man. If anybody can put you in a Chevy, the Chevy Man hand. Justin, thanks for letting me sit in the captain's chair today, buddy. Well, JR, I
2: figure, you know, there's, there's going to be some things that are probably going to change over the next couple of months or whatnot. And uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, JR's got to learn how to man this helm. You know, I normally am the one pushing the buttons, clicking, and, you know, and, and you're sitting over here reading. And it's like, you know, JR needs to learn how to do some of this because there's going to be some times where I'm not going to be able to be here and you're going to be flying solo. You know, so. That's true. Very true. And
0: uh, a little lost. Well. A little different, but. You'll get there, bro. I'm getting there.
2: We do get there. As don't.
0: I told you last week, I'm we going to steer this ship in the right direction when you're not here, and that's what I'm going to do. Right on.
2: I, like, you know, I love your attitude about this, JR, because honestly, like if you're apprehensive, I'd be like, man, well, I don't know. We might, we may have to end the podcast, but nah, like, you no. That's
0: not my DNA, bro. Yeah, I can
2: see that. You have proven that to me. <laughs> I'm a John Cena, never quit, never say die. I hear that. I, I, I can see it on a daily basis, because there isn't a day I don't have a, a message from JR at some point during the day. It's like, hey, man, I guess I'm going to run by you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know oh, it's I'll annoying. Call you later. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, no, it's
0: okay. It's like I'm like, hold on, I'll call you later. Then I forget to call you. <laughs> but you know how bad I feel. I'm like, ah, oh, I just interrupted his day. I know he's got a busy man. So. Yeah,
2: I got. Yeah, sometimes I get. You know, yesterday was a rough day. But anyway, regardless of all that, Jr. Man, you're man in the helm.
0: You lead. The, you lead the charge. What, what are we doing today? I told you, I'm going to steer this ship in the right direction. In the right direction. It's Smackdown. Smackdown. Smackdown first from last week. We have some news. Some draft picks going on. We got the draft going on. So we'll cover SmackDown. We'll cover the draft that happened on SmackDown that first night. And then we'll jump over to Raw, cover Raw, and then the rest of the draft. What do you think about that? Uh, You know what? I think that sounds like a great plan, JR. Great plan. Let's let's jump into it. Let's dive into it. First off, we have Seth Rollins defeated Roman Reigns via disqualification from no one other than the feet, Ray Wyatt. That was,
2: um, I, I honestly, I love the fact that they opened the show, JR, with, like, Roman Reigns came out. I'm like, okay, cool, Roman's gonna come out. They're like, yeah, there's gonna be a match to determine who gets the first pick in the WWE draft, whether it be Raw or SmackDown. And it was against Seth. I was like, man, this is taking me back to when they fought each other at Money in the Bank pay-per-view. You know, way back, at you know, like two or three years ago after Seth came back from being injured. Like, this is taking me back to some of those times where they got in the ring like that, but this is more of a, uh, this is a different encounter. Back then, there was some hatred brought on from Seth Rollins. This time, it's like a, hey, we're doing this, we love each other, we're brothers, but... I, we got to get the picks, you know. I'm gonna. I'm here
0: for Raw. You're here for SmackDown. Let's get it on, you and, know. And boy, did Fox make this actually feel like a NFL type style draft.
2: Did they sure did. They certainly did. Uh, and and that was <laughs> bringing in like, oh gosh, when they brought in Troy Aikman and some of those, they had the war rooms and right, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. That stuff was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so like you were saying, the disqualification with Bray Wyatt, man.
0: I mean, you knew he's gonna show up. Yeah, it I just, just in, in what kind of way, you know, and and we got some more news on Bray Wyatt and what happened and transpired on Monday Night Raw. But we will get to that later. Um, next, we had my king or our king, King Corbin defeated the official name Shorty Gable. Dude, I now. hate that name. I, I hate. That I think name. it's it's kind of it's kind of whack. Yeah, yeah. They they dude. I
2: don't like it. I don't like it. And I honestly feel like it is the beginning of the end of Chad Gable on WWE. If they don't change his name back to Chad Gable. They're they're, they're going to lose him. He's going to jump ship. He's going to run. He's going to ask for his release, and he's going to go somewhere else. Because honestly, yeah, he may not bother him, but so much. But still, like I think it's just a dumb name, Shorty Gable. Shorty Gable. What up, Shorty Gable? I mean, that almost sounds like he belongs on the block. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not in the ring. He sounds like he should be on the block, hustling dope. Just saying. Hashtag.
0: Hashtag. 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 Well, hashtag it on to our new WWE champion, Brock Lesnar. Of course, him and Paul Heyman were in the ring. Paul Heyman, the mouthpiece, doing most of the talking, but kind of got interrupted by Kane Velasquez and Rey Mysterio. What did you think about that whole segment? You
2: know, um, I I loved when I saw the look of fear come across Brock Lesnar's face a few weeks ago. Um, It was definitely something I'd never seen before. Uh, The one thing, though, that I um, – Paul Heyman is a great mouthpiece. There's no doubt about that. And Rey Mysterio coming out, and they're talking about the, the Magic Crown Jewel. Uh, and Cain Velasquez, I guess his English isn't the best, and like Rey Mysterio was a mouthpiece for him. Right. So it was kind of the war words the other night, and they have actually, I believe, JR, you quote me if I'm wrong,
0: but they've turned this into a title match. Um... Not hundred percent sure on that. We gotta do our re- Okay, we Gotta do more research on that. But um yeah, Crown Crown Jewel again happening October thirty first, uh two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. So tune in for that. I think it's one o'clock in the one, afternoon, yeah, one, one o'clock in the afternoon until probably about five o'clock in the afternoon Easter Eastern time. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, this whole Kane Velasquez, Rey Mysterio, Brock Lesnar storyline. This is all about family now. This isn't. Uh, this isn't so much a a fight because he disrespected him in um, in words. Brock two weeks ago came on Raw and pretty much. Did, demolished Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio's son, Dominique, and, and then, you know, the Fox premiere of SmackDown, Ray came out after Brock won the title, and then brought out Kane Velasquez and said, look, this is familia, you know, this is family, and what you did to me and my son, I mean, it kind of gives me goosebumps now. Right. I mean, could you imagine your son getting handled like that, and just coming back and bringing some, you know, your brother with you, saying, you know what, I got my family. Well, in in
2: in, in the world of reality, if that was something that actually took place, I would be bringing my friends Smith and Wesson. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: They're they're pretty powerful friends. They definitely (laughs) are.
2: And I do have confirmation here, Jr. That is a championship match: Brock Lesnar against Kane Velasquez. That is going to be a championship match. I have it right here in front of me.
0: Too soon for Kane, or do I mean?
2: I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know what they're trying to do here. This is why I'm not a big fan of these crown jewels. They're fun to watch. Right. But I'm not a big fan of these crown jewel events, no matter how much money they make the WWE, because it disrupts the flow of the regular show. I agree. Okay, so what? That's almost like, okay, nothing. Have, have you heard any mention of Survivor Series? Not at all. Okay, Survivor Series is the weekend before Thanksgiving. Literally just over a month away. Yep. They need to start fine-tuning that, in my opinion, a little bit. Have you heard any any reference to the team flair team hogan since they talked about it a couple of weeks ago not at all okay so what's going on there that's why i don't like these crown jewel events they're fun to watch but i'm not a fa- i'm a fan of them for the simple fact that they disrupt the flow of the regular schedule programming well i mean it's something that saudi arabia threw 50 million dollars at I was to say,
0: look- as we talked about last week i mean they they threw a lot of money at wwe and you know you got to do your you got to do what you got to do if you're wwe Please the people that saw your radio. So, I and mean, I get it, but well, yeah, it's to like your point.
2: It's like with Tyson Fury. Yep. Tyson Fury is in line to make a lot of money. Oh yeah, they said oh, yeah. that he can make you know more money than he's ever made in a boxing ring just for going to do this.
0: Oh yeah. So paid, pa- paid flight, paid meal, and I mean, paid that, to that, let that, Braun Strowman beat him up. But we'll talk about that yeah, later. For real. All right. So next, we got the new day defeated Yossi. see the original crew, original I, I, club. You know, I, I, I like the 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 the
2: characters at the OC, and along with, uh, you know, AJ Styles are playing. Uh, they definitely uh, play like the bad boys and everything like that, but they're like funny bad boys. I don't know how to really describe them. Um, they're like the Foot Clan, almost, of like Ninja the Ninja Turtles. I don't know, <laughs> <The> man. <Ninja laughs> man. It's like, it's like the New Day's the Ninja Turtles, right, right. the OC's the Foot Clan. I don't know. Um, you know the new day beat them, and and that's the thing. I think they're going to end up with the tag titles again at some point. Yeah, uh, but I, I just think right now they're 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 punching bags. You, you know, know what I'm saying?
0: Like when I was watching Raw because they were on Raw as well for the draft. Obviously on SmackDown as we're talking about now. OC just looks like they're just having fun. Yeah, I you love know? it. I yeah. love it. And they're not they're not harping on anything. They're not they don't look stressed out. They they're hanging out with their best buddies and they're just they like look the like they're having profits. fun. Yeah. Just like Free, the street Profits. Street poppers are gonna be something, man, I like the street Profits. They're not they're my crazy. team, but I think they're gonna be something. Uh, But the new look, Bailey. The, for sure now, new look. New haircut. Cut her hair, yeah. New music. She tore up the Bailey buddies when she came out. She did. What did you think about that? Did your heart break a little bit because I no. saw a video of a child that was completely distraught? I saw that same video. That Bailey had transformed officially into a heel, and it wasn't heartbreaking for me because I'm the one who wanted it. But how did you feel? About it? All I could think
2: was, Jr., this is your Man, fault. Is my, I'm fault. dead serious because you two. Ever since that tweet you sent her about, hey, you need to. You need to change your attitude about things. You know, stop hugging and start fighting. Hey, Dude, man. ever since you tweeted her that, what has she done?
0: Can I make some profit off of that, you think? I mean, I, mean, I think you I... should.
2: I think creative needs to send you, know, needs to, uh, send you a check. Where, you where's to Carano? Him. Carano, you need to bill him. Send him a bill. Because I think that's what is the, was the uh, the catalyst. or not the catalyst, but the seed. You planted that seed.
0: Well, I'm going to watch this seed grow into a beautiful, beautiful tree as Bailey turns heel as she defeated... The 10-time, or yeah, now 10-time women's champion Charlotte on SmackDown. And I tell you, man, I'm obviously I'm a Charlotte fan. You know that. The fans know that. I didn't like it because looking back at it, now Hell in a Cell was an accident. Like, that wasn't supposed to happen. But looking, you know, after Raw, we'll talk about Raw in a second, I see why she lost So I get the storylines, but it also seems like WWE is known for making storylines up months ahead of time. This is this story goes here; it's going to go till here. That's the end of the story. But Charlotte and Bailey, and pretty much the whole women's locker room, it feels like they're just throwing stories together to see if they stick or to see if they last. And to me, I see how you feel that way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but. We're going to jump into Raw. Well, I just want to make one more comment about the
2: Bailey charlotte match. Bailey pulled her hair. Pulled Charlotte's hair at the end in order to roll her up and pin.
0: That's a typical heel. Yeah, think about it, man. Charlotte
2: looked surprised. But then she kind of shook her head and was like, whatever.
0: (laughs) I mean, what's next for Charlotte now? What do you mean? We're going to talk about the draft and what happened with Charlotte, but I'm going to pick your mind and see what you think is next for these particular draft picks as we go over the draft. But we're going to... Uh, recap Raw real quick. We had, to start the show, we had Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch actually went up against Charlotte Flair as they had little words before the match. Charlotte saying, Becky, I just want to be your friend. That's all. Typical heel Charlotte thing to do. uh, Pretty much insulting her intelligence. But Charlotte ended up, I think, punching her in the face before the match even started. They got to a little bit of a brawl. The official match started and, um, Becky Lynch actually defeated Charlotte to earn the the brawl's first draft pick. So,
2: well, if you think about it, Jr., that was originally supposed to be between deep between Becky and well, Sasha. Yeah, yeah. Sasha Sasha's has hurt. a yeah, she's got a bruised tailbone or something. I don't know what she's got going on, but so they had to scratch that plan and put her back in the ring with Charlotte. That's you know a respectable thing to do to the top two female superstars in the company right now. Um, however, I don't know. I, I was part of me was really hoping Charlotte was going to win. They call me crazy. Then yeah.
0: Why would you be crazy?
2: Well, because you know.
0: <laughs> the, well, Charlotte here's player.
2: why. Here's part of the reason why Charlotte was in representation of SmackDown, right? And Becky Lynch was in representation of Raw. Seth Rollins was in representation of of Raw, yep. and Roman SmackDown. Okay, the night before, Seth Rollins won because. The Fiend climbed through the ring and attacked him, and they gave him the the win for the night. Correct. So I figured SmackDown would win the next night. I guess not, though.
0: uh, You know, I talked last week about it, about SmackDown being the A show, and Raw, almost since Raw has been created, is now going to be the B show. So Fox is really pushing SmackDown to be the A show, and that didn't at all seemed like the case during the draft. But um talking about the draft real quick, you know, Becky winning that match got her the first round draft pick. And in that first round draft pick on Raw, there's a guy named Andrade with his I'm gonna say his sidekick this time, Selena Vega. Or the Z- Zelina Vega, I'm sorry. And he actually got picked for Raw and then had a match right after the draft pick with uh Ali, formerly known as Mustafa. Ali. So that match, I think, was great. I think Andrade's going to, and I, I say this in a very non-mean way, I think Andrade's going to be one of those guys that, as you always say, like a journey. I think he has real strong potential if they get him in the right storyline to, to be a champion, as he's been before. He's been a champion before, I believe. Um, Who are you talking about now? Say that again. Andrade, my, my arch nemesis. He's going to be a, a journeyman? I think... I if they don't this, give him the right storyline, he's gonna be—he's gonna end up being a journey. Okay,
2: Jr., that's where I got to stop you right there, man. You know, I feel as if there's a little biased <laughs> uh, or unbiased opinion or whatnot going on there because of your love for Charlotte Flair. So, therefore, I need to say and go on the record that I disagree with you because I think Ali is going to end up filling that journeyman void uh, in WWE. I mean I hate it because I like Ali, right I just look at what happened. okay the best classic example of what happened to Ali or what's happening to Ali is what happened to Finn Balor. Finn Balor, first universal champion ever got injured had to surrender his belt. Did he ever really did he ever really get a chance no. to get that belt back? Now Roman reigns gave him a like all right you know we're gonna do this and then he beat him. Yeah. It was Amazon, and that was on Raw one night. You know, right? It never got a chance. Ali was poised to make a run at the WWE title on SmackDown. Got injured by Randy Orton at the elimination. yeah the Elimination Chamber or before the elimin- no it was, yeah it was right before Elimination yeah. Chamber because Kofi Kingston took his place right, and that is what pushed Kofi up to the top. Right, Ali got injured, fell to the back, and I don't know that he's ever going to regain
0: where he was. Just saying, it, it's an up and down with him. I Right. As far as saying up and down, who's on the up right now? My team, the Viking Raiders, have finally proven themselves to everybody, including you, Justin, that they can wrestle. They can do it. So what I'm talking about, uh, WWE mentality fans, is that the Viking Raiders defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode to become the new Raw Raw Tag Team Champions. What do you think about that? Where, where's your team Heavy Machinery at, huh? All right, all right, check it out. Yeah, you yeah. Know, heavy
2: Machinery is fine-tuning. They're, they're getting an oil change right now, okay? All right, they're fine-tuning. They're greasing up the hinges so they can come in and start smashing on the Viking Raiders. All right, Viking Raiders were fed jobbers for the first couple of months, and then they give, like, all of a sudden they're in the title picture. Makes no sense to me. No build, no nothing. Here they are. Bam. Okay, I don't like it. I completely 100% disagree with it. And the fact that they go backstage, they're like, we've been undefeated since we set foot in the WWE. Who do you think you
0: are, Goldberg? Get out of my face. Well, they've been Ring of Honor champions. They've been NXT Tag Team Champions. Uh, one other promotion they were on, I can't remember the name of it. They've been Tag Team Champions on there. And now, your new Raw Tag Team Champion, the Viking Raiders. Where are you at, Heavy? you? Little Otis over there. But, as we were talking about last week, talking about Aleister Black, where he's been, why hasn't he been on Raw or SmackDown, what do they have planned for him? He actually went went up against Eric Young. Eric Young, as we were just saying, journeyman. Journeyman. Not much going to happen. I mean, he was with Sanity, which was a pretty cool group, but uh, not much happening for him right now. Aleister Black, one of my top guys. My draft pick, if I were in charge of the draft pick, um, defeated him, and... I mean, there's not much you can say about Aleister Black other than he's terrific in the ring. And there's not, I mean, when I say not much to say about him, you don't have to say
2: His character is very, very interesting to me. I have a hard time figuring out who, if I had to, if I had to combine some wrestlers to make Aleister Black, who it would be, I'm having kind of a difficult time with it. Part of me wants to say Test from way back in the day combined with The Undertaker. And maybe even a, a a hint, a hint of Chris Benoit on the side. I don't know, man. I'm having a really difficult time twisting him together. But think, I love his, I love like his character. I love his character a lot. I think he, he's a, he's going. Yeah, he's For on his sure. Dude,
0: totally going to the top. He's just got that persona. In character. Take it to a whole other level. Right. Kind of like what Bray Wyatt stuff. Not to that extent, but same same difference. Right, gotcha. Ricochet defeated Shelton Benjamin. Bathroom break. Other, I mean, I like I like Ricochet, but he just kind of seems in that middle. He's 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 hanging out in the middle.
2: Yeah. Shelton Benjamin, dude, like they have like ever since bringing him back, they have done nothing but just feed him to people. Yeah. That's what they did there. They fed him. I actually thought
0: when he came back about a year or two ago, he was going to be like championship bound. He's going to be WWE champion. I don't think he ever was. But no, I don't think he was kind of kind of stalemated at in the middle and it's a shame that Ricochet's got to be there but it was a good match right I mean Chum Benjamin might be you know ghost of the past but he still puts on a good match um your boy Braun Strowman and uh heavyweight boxing champion Tyson Fury signed their WWE crown jewel contract thoughts man, man. I mean that was a funny segment to me, okay? <laughs> Braun Strowman was talking about, you know, you're in my ring, this
2: is my world, and you're going to get these hands. Sign the contract, okay? Signs it. He flips it around to Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury doesn't say anything, he just signs the contract. And then he says, you know, my kids, they're always talking about this guy, Braun Strowman. They need to come see Braun, and now it's like, he's like, now you're going to get knocked out. And Braun, like, it's funny because then the King rolls out of the ring. You know, Jerry the King Lawler was in there as the moderator or whatever. He gets right out of the ring. They're standing up, like, kind of sizing each other up, talking. It was the funniest thing to me, JR, when Braun Strowman, like, hit the table and broke the table in half. Hmm. (laughs) And Tyson Fury grabbed his pin and was, like, acting like he was struggling to break it. And then finally breaks it and starts laughing in Braun Strowman's face. And... My wife actually said, she said, I didn't like that. I didn't like that part. I was like, no, that was hilarious to me because he basically just mocked him. <laughs> he just kind of was like, oh, wow, you broke a table. Watch this. I'm going to break this pin. You're such a cool guy. And, like, walks right, out right, of the right.
0: ring. Kind of, kind of, like, sarcastic. Yes. Yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. You know, it seems in the last two weeks we've seen a whole, like, not a whole nother thing. We haven't really seen him. But just a whole character takes shape in Tyson Fury where he has a little bit of, uh, a little bit of character. I mean, he, he's funny. I mean, to me, have you, did you, were you able to watch the Crown Jewel press conference? Um, I was not, no. Well, him and Sturman went back and forth. Like, they came out face-to-face, kind of like you would do an MMA press conference or whatever, or weigh-in. And they looked each other in the face, obviously. And Sturman hit him on the back. Tyson hit Sturman on the back. They're kind of, like, looking at each other. Sturman laughed, and was like, ha, ha, ha. Then they shook hands and uh Tyson went to go walk away and Strayman just held on to his hand, and looked him in the eye like something was about to go down and just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like just teasing him just teasing I like everybody. It. I like it. But uh Buddy Murphy, one of the other draft picks from SmackDown to Raw, defeated Cedric Alexander, just like you want, I'm sure. Justin, because you're not big on Cedric Alexander, you're not surprised by that at all. Nah,
2: I'm really not. <laughs> this was just for draft status. They're trying to, they were trying to poise themselves to get a higher draft pick than what was originally going to be. Uh, when they were originally going to go. And that's what some of these matches, I believe, were designed for, was for draft status, all right? You know, like, all right, so we're thinking about drafting this guy in the sixth round. He wins a big match. Now, we, maybe we should draft him in the fourth round. That type of thing. Right, right. That's what whether that match was for me. It was a typical match for the draft itself. It's just to see, give them some more draft stock, for lack of better terms.
0: I gotcha. So once enemies, now tag team partners Natalia and Lacey Evans, got put together which was what we talked about i think they would be a good tag team but they got put against the kubaki warriors which are the wwe women's tag team champions but the kubaki warriors defeated
2: Italian lacey evans can tag team me (laughs) i'd be totally okay with that Nah, i can't say that but no my two favorite females currently in wwe that are active let me say that right uh tag teaming together now against the Kabaki Warriors. Dude, I can't figure out what this... I mean, did you see her face? Did you see Asuka's face? Had green, like, tears coming down? Like, everything was green on her face. It was really weird looking.
0: She can turn this in. I I feel like she can turn this whole... And I know it's green mist and all that, but Asuka just needs to be by herself, man. just too good to be tag teamed up with, I mean, and no disrespect to um what's her face, uh Kyrie Sane, but Asuka's, Asuka's just too good, and I feel like she could play that. You know how some Japanese characters are pretty scary on those. Kind of like the mask that Asuka comes out with. I mean, it's it's got that real pale look, like it's just mysterious. Right. And I and I feel like Asuka could take this whole whole thing to a whole nother level, but unfortunately, but fortunately she is a tag team champion with Kyrie. saying wwe must see something in them that makes them really special but last but not least there was a segment earlier on in the show involving seth Rollins talking to i believe kathy kelly the interviewer saying you know bray wyatt's in your head he took you to a whole nother place at hell in a cell he attacked you on smackdown what's next for seth Rollins? Well, Seth said that you know he's gotta he's gonna go fiend hunting. He's gonna find the fiend and burn him down. Well, that didn't quite happen. But the Firefly, the Firefly Funhouse, Justin is now officially over. it got burned down by Seth Rollins. What do you think about that? I mean, is Seth in a whole other universe, whole other par- parallel dimension that? He just not used to and doesn't know what to do. Or
2: oh no 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 no, he's exactly where he needs to be right now with this whole state. To see the thing is, is where the theme is is mentally and spirit. I mean, I hate to say it like this, but spiritually, in order to defeat such a force, Seth has to get on that level too. Right? Seth wasn't on that level at Hell in a Cell. Seth after when he hit that pile of chairs with the Fiend, with the feet laying underneath of it with the sledgehammer. He began his cross through the threshold of that dimension that you speak of. Okay. Um, One thing to me that was funny was the fact that he goes in and he starts attacking the friendly Mr. Rogers, Bray Wyatt. And he jumps up and he's like, Seth, why would you do that? Why (laughs) would you do that to me? What are you doing to me? And he beats him down again. And then he. Poor rambling rabbit.
0: You know, I I just want to go on on record. Yeah, he's a. He, he's, he's, a one of biggest of he's one of Seth's biggest fans. He's he like, Seth Rollins is coming to get. I mean, he'll protect us. He will protect us. And that's when, yeah, all of hell broke loose. Well I, well, I have some news on the Firefly Funhouse in that whole segment. But go ahead finish.
2: Well, no, I just, you know, when he burned it down, I just felt like burning down the Firefly Fun. it was too soon to burn it down, man. Way too soon to burn down the Firefly Funhouse. I didn't like the Firefly Funhouse getting burned down. Made me sad. I agree. But, you know, I got a feeling something. I mean, it, it took me back to when Bray Wyatt had a match with Randy Orton, and Randy Orton burned down Sister Abigail's house. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where the name
0: Abby the Witch came from. Maybe. She's the Witch now? Or do you think she is still out there trying to make her debut? I don't know. I don't know. And if that's so, just real quick, just want to know what your thoughts are. Who could pull that character off in WWE? If WWE came to who, whoever you may name and say, you know what, we got an angle, we want you to be Bray Wyatt's sister Abigail, and we're going to put you in a group. Who would it be? They had to repackage somebody. Yeah,
2: Ruby Riot. I could see that. Ruby Riot. Do it to Ruby Riot. Leave Sonia Deville alone. Oh no, definitely not. You got to give it to Ruby Riot. That's who I would. I would. I am most Abigail. Say
0: because there's been cryptic tweets out there. Live more.
2: Cryptic tweets. cryptic tweets. I haven't seen these cryptic tweets.
0: Um, I don't know. Uh, Liv
2: Morgan, no. Nah, I don't I don't see her like that either. That or maybe even Sarah Logan, bro. I don't know.
0: Possibility. So, I mean, anything's
2: possible. Let's see. Dead. Ruby Riott's not even on any of the rosters right now. I think she's coming back. I mean. she will be, but right now they couldn't draft her because they don't know what her status is because she had to have surgery. I think she had to have okay. some pretty intense leg surgery. Well,
0: that pretty much wraps up SmackDown and Raw. Any foreshadowing? What you think before we jump into the 2019 draft? Well, I think tomorrow night we're going to get a we're going to hear from Bailey on SmackDown. Bailey um, has some choice words for the fans after she
2: won her title. She did. Screw you, Screw you. all, all these, of you, all these B-I-T-C-H-E-S's. Yeah,
0: that's I mean, that's no PG stuff. Right no, there. that's definitely <laughs> PG
2: 13. However, uh, yeah, we're going to hear from her tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to kind of – things will start moving and shaking around with the draft being over now. Right. Uh, you're going to see a new – probably a, a few more new uh, rivalries, you know, take shape. Um Of course, you know, we're going to hear from Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez. Um, But what, you know, as far as anything else, I'm really not sure. Got a question. Okay.
0: It is rumored out there that Ray Wyatt or The Fiend, let me just say that because there's some speculation, The Fiend will be going one-on-one with Seth Rollins next Monday night.
2: Rumored? Rumored. I don't believe that, and here's why I say that. They are poised to uh, collide again at Crown Jewel in a no-holds-barred match.
0: Title match, right? Yes. So let me, let me the uh, reason why I brought it up, I've got a situation. Okay. Situation. Tell <laughs> I've got me, a your, situation. Tell me your situation, JR. So they said The Fiend has a match on Raw, but Bray Wyatt got drafted through SmackDown. Now, there's been mentions that there are no going back and forth anymore. There's no wild card. There's no, I mean, there's trades and we'll talk about those, but there's no jumping back and forth like the wild card card rule is or was. So what do you make of this? I mean, it it clearly says WWE Universal Champion Seth Rollins will go one-on-one in a cage match against The Fiend next Monday night. But Bray Wyatt got drafted to SmackDown. So, that
2: what, is what? an interesting uh, predicament there. That is an interesting situation. It's situation. That we need to figure it out. Um, you know, JR, it's not necessarily we need to figure it out. I think, in, in my personal opinion, I'm going to sit back and enjoy it just to see how it unfolds. Right. You know, I mean, right. I, I mean, part of our job is to try to figure some of this stuff out, but sometimes it's like, you know what? Let's enjoy it for what it is and see how it goes. And then we could analyze it again and be like, you know what? This is probably why they did this. This right. is probably why they did that. Right now, we don't have a, a clear-cut, you know, we're in a little bit of a, a quandary about the whole thing because there could be the potential that it's a split, you know, The the Fiend is right. on Raw, but Bray Wyatt. Split personality. Exactly, you know, yeah. is on. So that's a possibility, and and, yep. and it very well could happen that way. But I'm going to sit back and just kind
0: of watch it and see how it all you know goes. You would be awesome? What's just real, that? Just real quick. If the fiend was on Raw and Bray Wyatt made up total other character in the sale, if they gave him the power to create a whole other character, not so like totally different from the fiend, like this innocent man made or some other kind of character, I, I feel like that would be pretty interesting to watch. Like who I mean, it's not who you're gonna get because the fiend would be on Raw, but are you gonna get Bray Wyatt or are you gonna get another whole different character that he made and just build himself? Um, you know that is a, that is an
2: interesting question, an interesting way to look at it, Jr. And they've done that before. You know who they did it with, Mick Foley. Foley, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mankind, Dude Love, and Cactus Jack. Correct. He had like four different personalities going on there. Right. Will they do it that way again? I mean, it worked, right? Yeah, but it was a different era too. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. Like I said again, I'm, I'm probably going to just sit back and enjoy it for what it is, and see how it all unfolds, and
0: then take it from there. Well, as we will see, time will only tell. But we're going to jump into the results from 2019 WWE Draft. I'll cover SmackDown, you cover Raw. All right. Cool. Let's do it. All right. So first round, Becky Lynch. Good. I mean. Number one overall, Raw, overall pick. Raw women's champion. Obviously, going to stay on Raw. Right. SmackDown gets a pick of Roman Reigns. I don't think there was any shock there. Um, the OC went to Raw. I think I had them going to SmackDown. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, went to SmackDown. Third overall pick. Or fourth, fourth overall pick. And Drew McIntyre, the injured Drew McIntyre, Stayed on Raw. Pretty good picks for the first
2: round. You know, I mean, he's injured. He still made it into the first round of the picks, and I think that says a lot for Drew McIntyre going forward.
0: Right, right. All right, so second round, Friday night, second round pick. First, Randy Orton, our guy. Sasha Banks went to SmackDown. Ricochet stayed on Raw. Braun Strowman went to SmackDown, which I think I, I think I was telling you last week that would be a good move for him. It's about time. We, of both,
2: we both said for him to get a SmackDown. And him
0: and Brock Lesnar may get head-to-head again. Who knows? Um... Bobby Lashley stayed on on Raw, no surprise there with the storyline they have. Round three, first pick, Alexa Bliss, who we'll talk about in a few minutes. SmackDown got Lacey Evans, Raw got Kevin Owens, which I said that he was not listed on any SmackDown roster. Uh, SmackDown got the tag team champion, The Revival, and Raw got Natalya. So, fourth round, first pick, my guys, the new Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders. Garbage. Lucha House Party went to SmackDown. Nikki Cross went to Raw, who we'll also talk about in a few minutes. Heavy Machinery, Justin's team, went to SmackDown, stayed on SmackDown. And Street Profits went to Raw.
2: Well. A lot going on. A lot of moving and shaking. And if you notice in that last round, round four, all but one were tag teams or, you know, a trio like Lucha House Party. Nikki Cross is the only singles competitor in that entire thing. But she and Alexa Bliss got traded to SmackDown later on. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Monday Night Raw, though, continuing with the draft. The first round of Monday Night Raw's draft, number one overall pick that night went to Seth Rollins. We all kind of expected that. SmackDown's number one overall pick was Brock Lesnar. Charlotte Flair has gone back to Raw. The New Day staying on SmackDown and Andrade with Zelina Vega have moved to Raw. They've kept couples together, if you've noticed. Yeah, I know. Okay. I mean, I <laughs> think it's a beautiful, sweet thing that I they've know. done.
0: Hey, I, I'd, I'd want to be with my wife and girlfriend, too. So.
2: Well... Round two, the Kabuki Warriors have moved to uh, Raw. However, they will be competing on both brands because they are the champions. Okay, but if they lose the championship, they will their rights are exclusively to Raw. Okay. That's how that works. Uh, SmackDown got Daniel Bryan. Raw got Rusev, Bailey, the champion on SmackDown. Well, she stayed on SmackDown, and Raw got Alistair Black. Again, noted that Alistair Black and Selena Vega are a couple. They're married. I didn't realize they were married. Oh, yeah. Well, they are staying together on Raw. Cedric Alexander, yippee Kaye, he's on Raw. Shinsuke Nakamura,
0: the artist. I just, he's, re- I just read a tweet from Sammy Zayn. <laughs> talking about Roman Reigns. and said, uh, Nakamura, son. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Raw got Humberto Carrillo. SmackDown got Mustafa. Well, he's uh, just Ali now. And Raw got Eric Rowan. Speak volume for Eric. Yeah, totally does. Uh, Raw, Buddy Murphy. SmackDown, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Uh, Raw also got Jinder Mahal. Yeah, guys. SmackDown got Carmella and Raw got R Truth. They split up Carmella and R Truth. It's about time. What? It's about time. I don't know. Fifth round, kicking off the fifth round. Raw got Samoa Joe. The Miz went to SmackDown. Raw got Akira Tazawa, which I'm not familiar with. He's a uh, cruiserweight. SmackDown got your buddy, King Corbin, and uh, Raw got Shelton Benjamin. And in the sixth round, last round, Rey Mysterio staying on Raw. Shorty Gable, Chad Gable, going to SmackDown, which he was already there, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Titus O'Neil stayed on Raw. SmackDown kept Elias and Mrs. Irrelevant, because she was the last pick in the entire draft, was Liv Morgan on Monday Night Raw. Um... But the as we said, went down. Yeah, there was a trade, SmackDown, but it doesn't say who she, they were traded for. It just says Alexa Bliss and Nikki
0: Cross. I think it's uh they trade on them for future, future draft. Draft to be named later. Or something, yeah, something. Like that.
2: Well that, that kind of wrapped up things uh for the Raw side of uh, on Raw for the, the draft.
0: Yeah, additional superstars, uh, the notable mentions, I guess. Way Jose went to Raw, OJ Raleigh, Raw, Zack Ryder, and Kirk Hawkins. The iconic Billy Kay, voice with the Raw, and the Girl Sarah Logan. They Well, all you
2: know, SmackDown, the, the superstars went to SmackDown: Luke Harper, Cesaro, Drake Maverick, Sonya Deville, and Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke.
0: Last pick.
2: I wouldn't say last pick. It was just additional superstars. They're all last picks, technically. Um, anybody that you jumps out to you right now that did not land on a list?
0: Ruby Reigns. Okay, barring injuries. Not that I can really quickly think. Of. Probably something shocked that I should write.
2: Where'd the Undertaker go? No, I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Sammy Zayn. I didn't see his name anywhere? Sammy Zayn didn't get picked up to go anywhere. Um, there was another one that was jumping out at me earlier, and I can't remember. I should have written it down. Well, I
0: think Sammy, for all purposes, is going to stay with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. So you think that was kind yeah. of a, a default there? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I see that team splitting up soon, but not me. right. But that ends the draft for 2019. Do you think they're going to have this next year? Or are they roll with it. I think
2: once a year a draft is good, yeah, right? You know when Vince was doing those superstar shakeups and stuff like that, yeah. like like halfway through a year, like I, I wasn't a big fan of that. This creates opportunity for people to have feuds and riot or feuds and 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 fights with uh, individuals that they normally wouldn't. Like I said, when I saw that both Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt were drafted to SmackDown,
0: that, that turned young. Oh my
2: gosh, rock hard, <laughs> son! Like a diamond in an ice storm. Let me tell you. I mean... To me, that was
0: cool. I, like I said, I think they should save that feud for a WrestleMania. I mean... I do. I agree. That am still trying to wrap my head around this, the Fiend-Bray Wyatt split thing, you know? And it, it'd be interesting to see where what plays out and what's going to happen. Right. So, But only time will tell, and we like to use that term very heavily in WWE mentality. But just in any... Uh, closing thoughts i mean gave your foreshadow and smackdown but any closing thoughts before we take this ship into the to the port
2: well you know jr i will compliment you on your uh, your leading the vessel through the rough seas of wwe and back into the safe harbors of wwe mentality you, Into the, you. You've done a good job today. Um, no, honestly, I just—it's um, going to be interesting to see how this stuff starts to unfold. I really, I'll uh, go on the record saying it again. I like the crown jewel events just for the matches they put together, but I just think that I, I just—it disrupts the entire flow because there's been no mention of Survivor Series whatsoever, and some of these matches are just matches that I would expect to see maybe at Mania, right? right. You know, and it just—it makes it harder to make Mania great in my opinion. Let's make Mania great again. Yeah, if you do away with these crowd <laughs> jewels, you'll make Mania great again. And as far as I'm concerned, though, Mania, what, what's what's going to happen now? So, uh-huh.
0: But only time will tell. Only time will tell. Talking about making things great again, be sure, WWE Mentality fans, to check out our interview with WOW Women of Wrestling's own Jessie Jones. She, talking to her earlier today, Justin, she is set on making wrestling great again. She she was really cool to talk to. Really has a good head on her shoulders, very concentrated on what she wants to do and what she wants to achieve. Not looking too far ahead, but looking just enough. I think think W.O.W. and all of wrestling out there, all the indie scenes and and even WWE NXT, better watch out for Jessica.
2: I agree with that statement. I agree wholeheartedly because she's definitely a force to be reckoned with in the W.O.W. Wow, world of women's wrestling! Um, so she's definitely staying focused, maintaining a positive attitude towards everything that she has going on, and, and I'm excited to see what she's going to do.
0: Sure, I hope she. Oh. Does. I hope her and Amber O'Neill, the, the grits and glam tag team, love that. Name. Hope they hope they capture the WOW tag team titles, and that's pretty much that. Wraps up our Thursday, October 17th edition of WWE Mentality. I hope all you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Yeah, we enjoy. I mean, this is what we do. This is what we do. <laughs> and uh, again, sorry, Justin, for bothering you all this week about ideas. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I usually do. And thank you again for um, putting me in the captain's chair. Yeah, and, get uh, used to that seat
2: because you might end up there permanently. You
0: never know. Oh, man. And you know, I got to give you the, the official title, the executive producer, right. Justin
2: Bate. Appreciate that. Executive producer. You deserve producer. that, you know. Appreciate that, JR. Thank you so much.
0: But... As we always like to say, and uh, am I going to go first or? Well, I, I mean, mean this is weird. I mean, keep slamming and stay wonderful.